Hello and welcome to a new episode of Museums Up, a series of podcasts from the Reinherit Project, a smart tool that provides you with current issues related to cultural heritage management, digital innovation, and sustainability in museums. The Reinherit Project is funded from the European Union's Horizon 2020 Research and Innovation Programme under Grant Agreement No. 101-004-545. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. This is Jaime Lopez from Arte Sostenible, and you are listening to a new episode of Museum Sub, a series of podcasts from the Reinherit Project. The topic of this episode is Gender and Sexuality Visitor Activism. Today, we have Josh Adair, Associate Professor of English at Murray State University in Kentucky where he also serves as coordinator of gender and diversity studies. Ades work, whether in literary, historical, or museum studies, examines the way we narrate and silence gender and sexuality. He has contributed to more than 50 scholarly and literary journals. Hi, Jos, and welcome to Museum Sub. Hi there. How might museum visitors become activists I think that's a good question that we need to be thinking about. Museums, in order to remain uh, or become relevant, because not all of them are relevant uh, at the present moment, need to figure out ways to be dynamic, responsive, and progressive. And in order for those um, qualities to come to characterize museums, we need visitors who are similarly dynamic, responsive, and progressive. And one of the easiest ways I think that our uh, museum visiting people can do that is by interrupting uh, in those spaces, asking questions, pushing back when they're either hearing uh, narratives that don't seem quite accurate or where they're listening for the silences that uh, material is not being covered. It's very common for gender and sexuality to be glossed over or completely ignored. And so visitors that ask the question um, that are particularly interested in focusing on um, minorities, non-normative sexualities, um, can really uh, engage in a way that helps others to start to think about why we aren't talking about those things in those spaces. I think it's also um, really important for visitors to realize they have a voice once they leave that museum. They can speak back. Um, if they don't want to do it when they're in the space, they can do it afterwards. They can do it on social media and through other platforms. Museums are watching those spaces carefully and listening to what people are saying. They want to uh, make progress in a lot of cases. And a lot of times it is those moments of interruption that lead to um, a kind of, uh, kind of disruption in the space that is very um, positive uh, and leads to progress. And how does this relate specifically to gender and sexuality? So I think one of the things um, that I have noticed over the years that I have been working on gender and sexuality in museums, which is heading towards 20 years now, is that in the beginning, no one was saying anything in a lot of places. There were exceptions, but they were usually uh, in large cities, um, urban areas. Now we are starting to see some progress in those areas, but there's still a lot of silence. So visitors that arrive, first of all, up to date on the information that's out there, 
uh, about gender and sexuality that are working to educate themselves and that can arrive and listen for, again, those silences and especially euphemisms. Euphemisms have been one of the uh, kind of major features of museum narratives where we won't exactly talk about gender and sexuality, but we'll make these interesting, strange allusions um, that are kind of cryptic and for people in the know. If you're there in that space, you can say, what does that mean? Or have you considered, um, or again, respond later on and encourage those spaces to really look for ways that they can start addressing gender and sexuality um, so that it becomes a kind of dialogue and something that is much more uh, responsive to uh, the contemporary culture and not rooted in a much earlier style of um, trying to narrate lives. People want to hear these things, but museums a lot of times have to be directly um, asked or even told, this should be a part of what you're doing. Very interesting, Josh. Thank you very much for your input. You're very welcome. We hope this episode has provided you with valuable information about museums and social activism. Thanks for listening to Museums Up, a podcast for the Reheritage Project, and stay tuned for the next episode. We inherit, redefining the future of cultural heritage. For more information about the Reinherit project, go to reinherit.eu and check our social channels. Reinherit, make it your own.